see, if God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, how can he change his mind? It seems impossible, but Dr. Tony Evans says when it happens, there's a reason. When God reverses and changes his mind based on your credit record and your prayer, it's because he has something more for you to do. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. God can turn very bad news into very good news in as little as a heartbeat. But when that turning point moment comes, how do we know the Lord will actually come through? We'll learn how to spot the signs today as Dr. Evans brings us our lesson. Let's join him. In 2 Kings chapter 20, we hear the cries of a man when he's asking for another shot at life. It's Hezekiah's crisis moment because verse 1 says, In those days, Hezekiah became mortally ill. And Isaiah came to him and said, Thus saith the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Hezekiah, we're told in verse 2, turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Now, you have to follow this. He's in an irreversible situation. He's mortally ill. This can't be fixed. Because there's no hope and no help in sight. We get to places in life when people can't help us. When things get so bad, you must turn away from people. Where the doctor can't fix it, the counselor can't fix it, the bank can't fix it. We're also told at the end of verse 3 that Hezekiah wept bitterly. Here's a grown man crying because he's lost hope. So we have a crisis situation. It's a situation called death. Something is dying And he says, get your house in order. But Hezekiah turned to the wall and he did a spectacular thing. He gave God a credit report. He says in verse 3, God, I want you to remember something. He says, I've walked with you. I gave you my whole heart. And I have lived to please you. God, check my credit report. In other words, God is going to look at your record when you pray and your record will have a lot to say about your influence in heaven. Before Isaiah, verse 4, had gone out into the middle of court, the word of the Lord came to him saying, Return and say to Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus saith the Lord God, the father of your father David, I heard your prayer and I have seen your tears and I will heal you on the third day you will go up to the house of the Lord. You know what just happened? God just changed his mind. Come on now, verse one said... Get your house in order, you're going to die. Verse 4, God tells the same prophet who he sent in to tell him, your time is up. Go back and tell him, I changed my mind. You see, if God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, how 
change his mind. God changed his mind based on his prayer, changed his mind based on his tears, but God changed his mind for a reason. He says, I am going to give you 15 more years to accomplish more for me. I'm not just giving you 15 more years so you can live longer. I'm giving you 15 more years because I will deliver you and this city. I'm going to let you live, but I'm going to let you live to deliver somebody else. I'm going to deliver you so that you can become a deliverer. I'm going to help you so you can help somebody else. I'm going to make stuff better for you so you can make something better for this city and for, for the purposes of God. When God reverses and changes his mind based on your credit record and your prayer, it's because he has something more for you to do. He's not just doing that so that you can enjoy life. Although there's nothing wrong with that. He is saying, I've got a plan of deliverance that I want to see happen. I got a program. If God has delivered you financially, how has it affected his program? If God has delivered you emotionally, how has it affected his program? If God has delivered you spiritually, how has it affected his program? If God has delivered you relationally, how has it affected his program? Or are you just running around talking about I've been delivered? He said, no, I delivered you because I got something else I want done. I got a plan. He says in verse 7, then Isaiah said, take a cake of figs. And then, and he took them and laid it on the boil and he recovered. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're talking about King Hezekiah. King Hezekiah, we know his problem. His problem is he's dying of infection because he's got an infected boil. So he's mortally ill from an infection that they can't cure. Now, if you're the king, the best doctors in the kingdom are yours. If you're the king, he's the king. He can go to any doctor. He can go to the creme de la creme. He can go to the cream of the crop. He can go to the best medical advice available. And none of them could help him. Because when we start the chapter off, he's mortally ill. God tells Isaiah, tell him, take some figs, put it on the boil, and let the figs suck out the infection. What God does is he uses a natural thing to bring about a supernatural result. But it wasn't anything evidently the doctors had used because he was mortally ill. See, that's why you got to be close enough to God to hear from God so that when he gives you a new way of doing something that none of the professionals know about... <laughs> You can hear it, use it, and benefit from it. A lot of us are using professionals and we're not better off. We go to professional people to help us out with our money and we're still in debt. We go to professional people to help us out with our mental well-being and we pay $300 an hour for them to tell us why we ought not be depressed. Shucks, if I wasn't doing what I do, I'd be a non-Christian secular psychiatrist so I could charge people $300 an hour to tell them why they need to come back next week. I'd make a killing. So you're paying professionals 
to solve a problem naturally that God wants to solve supernaturally. That God wants to pull out of a, a solution that you didn't think of where he wants to use a fig. And you've been going to a hospital. Now Hezekiah, I love this. This is the last section. I love this. Hezekiah says to Isaiah, because Isaiah is coming all with all this. Isaiah, you confusing me. You came in here a few minutes ago talking about I'm going to die. You come back and you tell me I'm going to live. Now you tell me you're going to put some figs on me and it's going to suck out the infection of my boy. I am so confused. Which is it? I heard the sermon, Isaiah, but I'm dealing with a contradiction because I don't know which message to believe. Your first sermon said, I ain't going to make it. Your second sermon says, I'm going to make it. I want to be super sure that I'm living off the second sermon and not the first sermon. I need to know for sure what's going to be the sign. Dr. Evans will talk specifically about what those signs look like and how to spot them when he returns in just a moment. Stay with us. Whether you're facing a decision or a dilemma, it's smart to ask, what would Jesus do? But first you have to know what Jesus did and what God has to say about the situations you face. Well, if building your biblical foundation is your goal, the help you need is as close as your computer or mobile device, thanks to the Tony Evans Training Center. It's packed with online courses covering core concepts of the faith and in-depth scripture studies you can work through any time you want at any pace you want. Along the way, you'll explore key teachings and learn how to apply them in real-world situations. There's lots of exclusive content from Tony to keep you interested and motivated and an online forum where you can ask questions, get answers, and collaborate with other students. It's almost like having a seminary on your smartphone. Visit TonyEvans.org today and connect with the Tony Evans Training Center where you can explore the kingdom anytime, anywhere. Today's lesson is the final installment in a collection of messages from Tony called You Are Stronger Than You Think. The sermons included in this powerful series were specially selected to help you recognize that you're not alone in your journey, that you can tap into God's power, help, and guidance to give you purpose and hope and the ability to overcome life's challenges and difficulties. You can get your own copy of all six full-length messages in this series on either CD or downloadable MP3s, including material we didn't have time to present on the air. This collection is our gift to you, and thanks for helping to bring Tony's messages to this station through your donation to The Alternative. If you make the arrangements today at TonyEvans.org, we'll send you an added bonus, a copy of Prayers to Share. It's a special book that includes 100 pass-along kindness notes you can use to lift up and brighten someone else's day. But this special double offer ends today, so visit TonyEvans.org right away or call us at 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our helpful team members assist with your request. That number once again, 1-800-800-3222. And I'll repeat that contact information for you one final time at the conclusion of today's message. Right now, let's get back to Dr. Evans. So I want to talk to you a moment about signs. If the truth be told, 
We've all been in situations where we heard a word from God and we thought it was for us. But we wanted to make sure. We wanted to make sure we weren't trying to force it, make it happen. We wanted to make sure this was really God talking to me and just not something I'm conjuring up in my mind. I want to know that I heard from God. Anybody in that situation? Well, you want to be sure that you show. That that was specifically for you. Here's a sign. A sign is a divine confirmation in the natural about what God has declared in the spiritual. A sign is a visible confirmation in the natural about what God has declared in the spiritual. Now, let me clarify what a sign is not. A sign is not a replacement for God's word. In other words, you cannot appeal to a sign to contradict what God says. You can only appeal to a sign to confirm what God has said and that he was saying it to you. See, one sermon can go in a lot of different directions. So you need to know whether God was talking to you about your terminal situation. And so... The book of Acts says, even in the New Testament, God confirmed his word with signs and wonders. It is a confirming thing. It is, it is God putting an exclamation point behind the sentence he gave you. So that you know he was talking to you and that wasn't just general to everybody else. When you're in a terminal situation and you need a sure word from God about what you should do, how you should do it, where you should go, when you should go, it's okay to ask God for a sign. A validation or a verification. And signs normally relate to crisis situations. In other words, you don't need a sign for a normal thing or for an automatic thing or for an understood thing. You need a sign for a crisis thing where you need to be clear on your direction. For example, remember Gideon? Gideon started off with an army of 30,000. And God says, too many. He whittles it down, too many. He whittles it down. Too many. He whittles it down. Too many. Gideon gets down to 300. God says, okay, now we're ready to go to war. Gideon says, you've got to be kidding. You have got to be kidding me. God says, 300 of the right people is all I need. I don't need 30,000, so I need 300 good folk. All right? So give me 300 of the right folk, and that's all I need. You know what Gideon said? Gideon said, I need a sign. I need a sign that this was really you telling me to get down to 300. He says, I'm going to put this skin out on the ground. I want the dew to fall all over the grass, but uh, I, I need the skin to be dry. God did it. He let the dew fall all around the grass, and yet the skin was dry. Gideon said, I, I ain't sure about that one. I need another one. 
He said, this time, I want the skin to be wet and I want the ground to be dry. He said, I need a double sign. I need a double whopper. I need, I need you to do this thing twice because I want to make sure I understood you. Why? Because it's a crisis situation. You're asking me to go up against a whole army with 300 men. That's when a sign comes in. While a sign cannot replace God's word, it can confirm God's word. We had a major crisis in my family. I mean, this was, this was a big time crisis. A decision had to be made that would have uh, staggering repercussions and implications. One of the main ways to address this crisis had to do with a plane reservation. The plane reservation was made for 12 hours from the time that the crisis hit the peak. It was 12 hours and the reservation was made. I got a call at 9.25 in the morning that the flight could not be taken for legal reasons. So the flight had to be canceled for legal reasons and rescheduled. But in the gap of time between the scheduling of the flight at 11.25 and the rescheduling of the flight later on that day, a new word from God came that was different than the word up front that caused the scheduling of the flight. Because for legal reasons, the flight couldn't be taken. That was viewed as a sign, a visible, tangible, divine interruption into the planned program that was totally outside of anything that could be controlled by a human being as a intervention by God. And the intervention totally reversed a life decision. Hezekiah says, I want a sign. Well, to make a long story short, our time is always up. He says, okay. Isaiah says, well, here's what we can do. We can take the sundial, because they didn't have Rolexes and you know, Rados and all of that. We can take the sundial. We can take, and it went up the steps of Ahaz. The steps of Ahaz operated like a sundial. So as the shadow went up the steps, you knew what time it was. You knew what time it was during the day, because that's how they told time, during sundials. So the shadow would go up the steps, and you know when it hit this step, it was 2 o'clock, hit this step, it was 3 o'clock. So he says, we can, we can have a sign where God will speed up the sundial, and it won't go normal. It'll go, it'll go quickly up the steps, so you know that this is not something natural taking place. Or, he says, we can ask God to take the sundial backwards. In other words, bring the shadow down the step. Well, that's time going backwards. You know, that's, that's the clock going from, you know, uh, from right to left. It's going backwards now. Hezekiah said, oh, your first way is too easy. See, I have questions. If, it, if it's still going the right way, I'll still have questions because I, I wonder whether, you know, let it go backwards. Because then I'll know it's supernatural. I'll know it wasn't, it wasn't just something I perceived wrong. I'll know it's supernatural. 
And so what God did was he took the shadow of the sun and let it go in reverse to give a sign that what you just heard, you heard from me. Is there anybody here today who's terminal? Is there anybody here who's in a crisis and you can't fix it? It's too big, it's too deep. You can't get your arms around it and you are literally dying. It's killing you. And you know it's killing you when you can't stop crying. He says he wept bitterly. It's killing you. And you need God to reverse it. You got to turn your face to the wall. But we got a problem, don't we? Suppose you got bad credit. Suppose your credit's bad. Suppose you can't say, remember me. If your credit's bad, there's only one other option. Collateral. You got to put something else up. You got to bring something to the table. If your credit's bad, that means they can't trust your past record. So you got to bring something to the table. You remember Samuel's mother? Samuel's mother said, I can't get pregnant. I'm barren. But if you give me a baby, and by the way, make it a son, I will give him over to the vow, and I will turn him into the temple, and you can use him for your glory. In other words, would you take my promissory note? I'm going to give you the collateral. Here's what I'm going to give you if you change your mind. And while you're waiting on the answer about whether he will receive the collateral, fix your credit so that the next time you go terminal, you'll be able to say, remember me. Dr. Evans will come back in a moment with a thought about where to find the hope we need to hold on to during hard times. You'll want to stay with us for that. But first, a reminder, what we've been listening to today wraps up the final lesson in Tony's powerful compilation of messages called, You Are Stronger Than You Think. As I mentioned earlier, today's the last day you'll be able to get this six-lesson collection on CD or digital download, bundled along with the Prayers to Share book that contains 100 tear-out, pass-along kindness notes. Both of these resources are our gift to you when you help us keep Tony's teaching on this station with your donation to the ministry. Visit TonyEvans.org to get your copy of this exclusive package today. You'll find a link with all the details right on the homepage. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. Or call us at 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our friendly team members assist. Our resource center is open 24-7, so call as late as you need to today. Again, that's 1-800-800-3222. Giant obstacles can make us feel pretty insignificant and powerless, but that feeling isn't a fact. Tomorrow, Dr. Evans will look at the dramatic change we undergo when our focus moves from the physical to the spiritual. Right now, though, he's back with this important word. One of the great things all of us need in life is hope. 
Hope is expectation about the future, that things will be better where I'm going than where I am or where I've come from. And the greatest hope that's given to us by God is the hope of eternal life, that when this life is over, we immediately enter into God's presence and don't have to worry about the scourge called death. So if you want to bypass death, you can do that because there's the hope of the gospel. The good news that anyone who comes to Christ for salvation, recognizing their sinfulness and their need for forgiveness, will be given that salvation when they come to Jesus for it. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 